This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. 50 years after the final Harry Potter book, Harry Potter is now headmaster of Hogwarts, ready to usher in a brand new generation of witches and wizards. My name's Radio Mike, and I love Harry Potter. In fact, I love Harry Potter so much that when I was a kid, I wrote a series of seven Harry Potter fan fiction novels. This is book two in that series. Welcome to Harry Potter and the Team Wizard Tournament. Morris, everyone, welcome to another Owl Post edition of Harry Potter and the Boys, a fan fiction podcast by me, Radio Mike, Australia's only Harry Potter fan fiction podcast, and maybe the world's only, but probably not, to be honest. Um, welcome to another Owl Post. Haven't done one for a while, and uh, one of the main reasons is we'd love some more owls coming in, guys. I really mean it. It would be awesome to have every episode you listen to send in an owl, whether it's to my Instagram, radio.mike to the email, radiomikepod at gmail.com. Wherever you listen to this, tweet about the show as well, at It's Radio Mike on the TikTok, HPATB pod, or the Instagram, HPATB pod. Send in some owls. I love hearing people's feedback on the show, and people do really, really like this show. And also, huge spike in the numbers over the last few weeks. I feel like Harry Potter and the Boys is in a really good place at the moment. I feel like it's growing quite a bit. New people are clearly discovering the podcast. And I think because it's Harry Potter related, it's um, starting to permeate in pop culture. Like I think it actually like comes up on Spotify now. If you type in Harry Potter podcast, it starts coming up. So yeah, really, really happy with how the show is going. And to be honest, it's starting to become more successful than my other podcast, 20th Century Boy, which is where this show actually started because I used to read this fanfic on 20th Century Boy until I turned it into its own podcast. But anyway, you can't choose where the dice rolls. You just got to go with the outcome, I suppose. But that's cool. I like that this podcast is uh, getting big. Um, Al came in from Sydney Simmons and I had to read this out, read this out Sydney. You know I do. She said... Um, Big fan of the pod, um, which is always good. And then she said, please consider this an owl. I have two things. First, has anyone pointed out that Lavender Brown died in the Deathly Hallows? Because Fenrir Greyback kills her during the Battle of Hogwarts. This is true. Because Lavender has popped up in, in my book. But it is true. She does die. She's killed by Fenrir. And for some reason, I think I thought... That only happened in the movie, but it does happen in the book. I checked it. So Lavender Brown canonically should be dead, but I guess she's just not in this. But I appreciate people um, sending in inconsistencies they find in the book. I mean, that's that's awesome. And that's certainly a big inconsistency that clearly I just forgot that Lavender Brown dies um, because lots of people die in the Battle of Hogwarts. You can't, you can't be expected to track all of them. Um, Sydney also goes... And this is more related to the chit-chat portion of the show rather than the um, the Harry Potter content. But she says, second, the Sum 41 song In Too Deep, which I brought up with Sam, goes, I'm in too deep and I'm trying to keep all the blood in my head instead of going under. 
not above in my head, like you said to Sam on the podcast. Now, this really griped me um, because Sydney is, in fact, incorrect um, because the correct lyrics are definitely up above in my head. I did send a message back to her saying, hey, I think you're wrong. Look at the official lyrics on Spotify and um, it is up above in my head. She said, I'm blown away. I had a huge fight with my brother as a child over what this lyric was. And in the early 2000s, we found the paper lyrics that used to come with the CD to verify who was right. Absolutely speechless. I've got the CD of that album. And I'm pretty sure it it said there up above in my head because I used to wonder what that lyric was. Um, But anyway... Uh, and I said, you better believe I'm reading this owl out. She said, oh no, eating crow on the owl post, such an embarrassing moment for me. And no, not embarrassing at all, Sydney. We all sometimes get lyrics to songs incorrect, so do not worry. Phoebe Talbot, welcome and thanks for sending this owl in, Phoebe. We really appreciate it. Uh, They say, hey, Mike, I took a break from the podcast because there were too many spoilers talked about, so I wanted to finish Harry Potter first. But now I've finished it and I am so excited to be listening to the podcast again. Right. So I think Phoebe, they hadn't finished the actual Harry Potter series. So while they were reading or listening to Harry Potter and the boys, which actively spoils everything that happens in the Harry Potter series, because it happens 55 years after that series, they were getting annoyed because they were not uh, finding out the, they were finding out spoilers that they didn't want to know. But Phoebe has now finished Harry Potter, so they are now back onto the podcast. Um, Here we go. I have loved the last few chapters and especially Hagrid Harry Harry and Neville's sexy adventure for mates. Jackie did such a great job reading the chapter and it had me in stitches. I couldn't stop laughing yet. Jackie always does a really good read when she's on this show, so had a really good time hanging out with Jackie and doing it. Um, Also, I should just plug here, Heaps of clips from that episode are going up on the TikTok and Instagram page for this pod. So HPATB pod on TikTok and Instagram, there's heaps of clips and it's fun to see um, what we're doing while we're reading it, like seeing the video version. So please go and follow that account and um, like those posts and share them around. Um, I will, I, I always say this, but if you do like this, share around the podcast, pop it in your group chat any of the clips you like, share it with your friends, save them, comment, tag your friends, etc. Say, this is a really fun podcast and you guys should all listen to it. Um, Phoebe goes on. I am also a Dimmy defender and I've loved having Dimmy and Hagrid pop in at the end of the show to plug the Patreon. So keep it up. Yeah. So um, if you listen to the podcast, you will know that sometimes Dimmy pops in at the end to do what in the in the industry we call a post-roll ad read. Um, so yes, Dimmy is popping in for some of those. I also love how much the narrator interacts with the audience and all the breaking of the fourth wall. It constantly keeps you on your toes and I love it. Yeah, I agree with that as well. It's really picked up in terms of fourth wall breaking in um, this book. And yeah, as I've said many, many times before, a lot of that is influenced by the movie The Emperor's New Groove, which is um, a Disney film from the year 2000 in which uh, various characters regularly acknowledge the fact that they're in a movie and um, like step out onto the screen and draw on the screen and and point out flaws and inconsistencies in the writing of the movie. And um, that really influenced me as a kid. And I think you can see it very um, profoundly in Harry Potter and the Boys. So thank you, Phoebes. We really appreciate that. Oh, and they also say, I can't wait to see what is happening in the Chamber of Secrets and all the dark farty business that is going on, Phoebe. 
cannot wait to find out either. It looks like we're finally getting towards um, the Chamber of Secrets. So hopefully we do get there. I did get a message, uh, an owl from someone, and I unfortunately do not have that person's name. Um, They sent me a photo on Instagram, which I've just saved the photo. And funnily enough, I believe it's, they've sent a picture from what I assume, well, yes, I know, is Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, the book. And it's page 243. Now, that the page number may differ depending on what edition of the book you are reading. I don't know what edition this is, but on this book that this person has sent me, it's page 243. Um, it's, the ch- it's the chapter called The Firebolt. And it actually appears that there is a character in Harry Potter called Derek. I will read you the excerpt. Um, I doubt, said Dumbledore in a cheerful but slightly raised voice, which put an end to Professor McGonagall and Professor Trelawney's conversation, that Professor Lupin is in any immediate danger. Severus, you've made the potion for him again. Yes, headmaster, said Snape. Good, said Dumbledore. Then he should be up and about in no time. Derek, have you had any of these chipotlers? They're excellent. The first-year boy went furiously red on being addressed directly by Dumbledore and took a platter of sausages with trembling hands. That's right, guys. There is a character in Harry Potter who is a first-year while Harry is in third-year, and the character's name is Derek. (laughs) We have our own Derek, of course, but yeah, his name is Derek. Does not specify what house he is in, but he is a first-year boy when Harry is in third-year. So that is just absolutely fascinating. We love we love that there is a real Derek in the book. <clears throat> of course, our official correspondent Amy, thank you for writing in as always Amy, has has written in and Amy has sent me an email um, an owl mail rather saying uh subject line HP and the boy HP ATB fan theories. Hey Mike, just some thoughts and predictions from me based on the last few chapters. When Mr. Charger put the paper bag over Gemini's head at the Dick Day party, was that for the kick me sign gag or to hide the face of the real person whose polyjuice potion was wearing off? Their hair was going pale. Could it have been Dragon Mailboy? Interesting. And I say it's interesting because at at the time I'm recording this, because I do record these a bit out of like all over the shop timeline wise. At the time that I am recording this, me and Sam have recorded the next episode. And in that episode, that question there is actually answered, Amy. So get get looking forward to that. Um, back in chapter four, Mr. Mooney said, we've got to keep our Slytherin boys safe. Lockie and Gemini weren't in the Team Wizard tournament. And since being kidnapped, we found out Mr. Charger and co are trying to protect them. We know Gemini is a Slytherin. So if Lockie is his twin, he could be considered as a Slytherin boy too. They could be Mr. Charger's sons or his clones, making them Slytherins, and they might not have been in the tournament because Mr. Charger was keeping them safe. I do appreciate that. That's very good in-depth thinking about the book. But in the last chapter, the narrator said none of this would be revealed for a few books, so maybe we won't find out any of this for ages. Cheers, Amy, official correspondent, Harry Potter and the Boys. I just realised I got another owl from, uh, from Phoebe. 
because I actually replied to them um, from that email. So let's just, this is, um, I asked them for their overall thoughts on the Harry Potter books that they were reading. Um, and I mentioned the Emperor's New Groove and, and Phoebe replied, Hey, I saw the Emperor's New Groove a while ago, but I can't remember too much about it. So I'll have to give it another watch because breaking the fourth wall is always so funny. Guarantee you, you guys will love this movie. It's, it's amazing. Um, well, I have many thoughts on Harry Potter. First, the books are so much better than the movies, but I do think the movies do a pretty good job at capturing the main storyline. I do wish that Peeves was in the movies and that they included a bit more of the actual school-based stuff in the movies, but for the most part, I enjoyed them. Second, Hermione does not get enough credit. She's the backbone of the whole gang and they just expect her to help and do it all. Agreed, Hermione is one of the best characters in the entire show and she does deserve all the credit. Um, Third, J.K. Rowling really loved killing off my favourite characters, Sirius, Lupin, and I hate her for that. Also, The Prisoner of Azkaban is the best book and movie. Agree with that and agree about killing off favourite characters. Fred's death in the last book was definitely just the most heart-wrenching moment for me in the whole thing. Fourth, I find it really weird that some characters in the book are only referred to by their last name and they will just list off names with people's last names and then others' first names, which is just really weird. I don't know. Fifth, also... Dumbledore, I love that Madame Maxime called him that, is a little shit. Like, he could have made everything so much easier for Harry if he just fucking told him what was up instead of letting everyone die and get traumatised instead. Finally, sixth. I'm on the fence about Snape. Like, I understand that he had to prove to Voldemort that he was on his side and so he had to be horrible to Harry and the gang, but I just don't think the intentions behind it excuses what he did. Like Harry said in a recent chapter of your book, he's expected to forgive him because he loved his mum and was just trying to protect him. Make that make sense. I will say, though, they made that part of the story a lot better in the movies, so I, in that sense, I think the movies made the story better. Anyway, that was a lot of thoughts, so I'll leave it there for now. Phoebe. They then send another email 10 minutes later. P.S. I'm listening to the most recent ep right now and I'd like to propose that maybe Fuckus Malakus, the porn star in the book, is non-binary or gender fluid and they could use any pronouns. I do like that. P.P.S. My prediction is that rather than the basilisk, it's like a big long shit, probably one of Mr. Charges, and somehow he has helped Voldemort possess it and with whatever dark farts business they have going on, they will try and kill the boys but because there is someone using Polyjuice Potion, this is not who they say they are. They'll be able to help save the boys or something. And then in true to form of, of the show and the book, Phoebe ends their email with, also, I'm really enjoying this email business, www.boobs.com. Oh, whoops, this isn't Google. I forgot, Phoebe. <laughs> and it's a clickable link. Again, I won't click the link for boobs. Well, I've, okay, I've clicked the link for boobs.com it's the best tits on the top cam performers get horny at boobs.com so it does feel like an over 18 site to me but i don't know if you're listening to this podcast you probably should be over 18 it's not really appropriate <laughs> uh thank you so much to everyone who has gotten in touch with the show again please do so as much as possible um any thoughts, feelings, recommendations, queries, questions, concerns, or compliments, I would love to hear them uh, via an L at some point. Um, again, as I said, the podcast feels like it's in a really, really good spot at the moment. So I'm really happy where, where it's all going and um, I can't wait to to get to the end of this book. We actually are still a little while away. There's a lot of stuff to happen before we get to the end of the book, but man, oh man, is it developing really well 
one bit of Harry Potter news that is um, a sad bit of news is the voice actor who voiced uh, who voiced the Sorting Hat in the original Harry Potter. And I believe in Chamber of Secrets, the Sorting Hat pops up as well. Um, his name was Leslie Phillips and he died aged 98 in the last week. Um, fantastic job as the Sorting Hat. Obviously only appeared in those first two movies, but, you know, did a, an incredible job in that, uh, in that role. So we love that. And uh, rest in peace to Leslie Phillips. We... Uh, you know, every time, I mean, the Sorting Hat as a character was such a big part of that film. And I think, you know, again, like you think of that first Harry Potter movie and it's very like, you know, how do we show everyone that this world is magic and you get Hagrid first and you've got Dumbledore and at the start you see McGonagall transform into the cat. And then, you know, then it sort of, you have the troll and then you've got the Sorting Hat, like all these magical creatures to introduce us to this world. And I think, did such a fantastic job with it. So, yeah. Of course, The Sorting Hat does appear in my fan fiction um, in, a, in what seems to be a relationship with Harry. Uh, but not don't need to talk about that. And, of course, uh, I've got another headline here that was interesting to me. Um, I read somewhere, all well, I read online, e- that Warner Brothers and whoever owns the Harry Potter franchise is wanting to make more Harry Potter movies. Now, ironically, they didn't mention Fantastic Beasts when they made this announcement, but they did announce that they want to make more Harry Potter stories and they want permission to do more Harry Potter stories, um, which I don't think will happen for a long time. I think the experiment of the Fantastic Beasts franchise has been a fair bit of a failure for them. Well, not necessarily a failure, but it hasn't nearly um, gotten the same amount of love, uh, respect and and profit, to be honest, like commercial success or critical success as the original Harry Potter film franchise. But obviously, as a billion-dollar franchise, they're always looking for ways to make more money from it. And and I think they, they want to rely on the original characters a bit more. I think that's why they, you know, I've, t- I've talked a lot about this, but shoehorning Dumbledore into the Fantastic Beast story and having Dumbledore and Grindelwald and stuff, you know, that's all shoehorning. That's all just trying to use iconic names and iconic characters to make money. And uh, I get why they're doing that, but I think they know it hasn't really succeeded very well. Wouldn't be surprised if we eventually do get a Cursed Child movie, but I doubt that if it happens anytime soon, I seriously doubt Radcliffe will reprise the role of Harry Potter, which is probably the most important one. Um... So, yeah, and I think they would hold off on doing it until Daniel Radcliffe decided he wanted to to do it again. Um, and I, and I, I've, said, I've said this before as well, there will be a point in the future, in our lifetime, in which Daniel Radcliffe has a Luke Skywalker-esque return to the Harry Potter role. If you're not familiar, at the end of season two of Mandalorian, the Star Wars TV show on Disney+, Luke Skywalker uh, reappears and Mark Hamill reprised the role but was digitally de-aged. And, you know, it was the first time Luke was seen on screen as a young, as the original young Luke um, for probably 50 years or so. And I guarantee you at some point in the future, we will get that from Daniel Radcliffe and Harry Potter. And uh, 
It won't be for a very long time, though. But there will be a time where I think he'll be happy to do it again. And, yeah, the other thing I wanted to, to just just get some vibes on from you guys, so this could be a good way to, to get an owl out there. I was actually thinking, because, you know, often when me and Sam do this show and we're talking about the Harry Potter, we sometimes talk about the Harry Potter movies and stuff and we have some really funny banter. And I was just wondering and it might be just a side project or an experiment, but is there interest here for a Harry Potter read-through bonus podcast, um, whether it's its own podcast or on this feed? Like, basically, just me and a guest, whether it's Sam or someone else, reading a chapter of the Harry Potter books every week and just making notes on things we find funny and things we find silly and stupid and just talking about it sort of in the same way we talk about um, Harry Potter and the boys. Uh, Let me know. Just something I've been thinking about as I'm thinking and considering, you know, expanding Radio Mike Productions in 2023. And I'm excited and trying to think of a bunch of ideas and ways that we could do that. And this was just something that popped into my mind. But that's about it. Send your hours in, guys. Give this podcast a five-star rating. Leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. Tweet about it. It's Radio Mike on Twitter. Radio.Mike on Instagram. Radio.Mike on TikTok. HPATB pod on both of those. Share the stories and the clips around. Tag your friends in them. Send them in the group chat. Tell people that this is a hilarious podcast because you know what? It fucking is. Anyway, guys, goodbye, Hamoras. Love you all. was a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to check out all our other content. Stay up to date at radio.mike on Instagram and get in touch, radiomikepod at gmail.com.